What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, we give light to the teams that deserve it. D-Book and the Suns, the Grizz, the Pacers, and the Nuggets. Are the Nuggets a serious threat with Michael Porter Jr.? We have a great conversation on that. And then we talk about our concerns, or lack of concerns, for the top teams. The Bucks, Clips, and Lakers don't have a winning record in the bubble. Is that a problem? Is everything okay? And then ranked. We rank the teams that we think are left for dead. They came into the bubble, maybe had some hope. We've seen enough of them. And then a final, what the puck? We got to update you on NHL with our boy Eagleson. A little housekeeping if you're new to the pod. Number one, follow on Spotify and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate that. We are your sports group chat. We talk all things sports, but we do it in a fun way. Like we're texting with you in our group chat. I really do think you'll enjoy this if you are new. As well as in a little update, every episode we give our weekly listenership because we are on a goal to 5,000 listeners. So after a couple down weeks with lacrosse talk, a little football talk, we have a nice little revitalization. We are at 2,906 listeners from last week's episode, which is awesome. We do do Monday and Thursday, but our listenership updates are for the full week episodes. I think that's the best way to give you a full scale idea of what's going on here. Our goal is 5,000 listeners, and we are chugging along almost at 3K consistent a week. Anyway, Snapback Fam, new app. Let's get it. More Ravens select. Lamar Jackson. I'm a Raven. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! A play! Oh, by James! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant took the jumper. He What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Um, I'm sure you have an idea of what's on my mind, but you had a good experience last night, I noticed. First time ever courtside? First time courtside. I was in the Blazers Instagram. I was how did in... you, how did, how did that come about? Can, so, and how can any can anyone get it? Because I'm seeing like little kids on there. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. So anyone can get it. I'm actually working with someone at the NBA right now to potentially open it up to the fam. So everyone listening, we're trying to hook it up. So stay tuned for that. But I think you can just go through your team's website. I obviously a huge Blazers fan, as you know. So uh, a friend of a friend had an extra spot. I ended up getting a text. You kind of you kind of log in. Put, I thought you were saying put the link in the chat. I thought you were trying to sign up for the virtual <laughs> right now. Uh, you go like an hour beforehand, whatever. They talk you yeah, through. Yeah, what? You got to like make sure you could get parking and stuff? Like you just show up an hour on a I computer? literally, I, I got it from dinner and I said to my parents, I'm like, I got to go beat traffic. <laughs> so it was fun. And then I ended up in Carmelo Anthony's Instagram story, which was hilarious. My big ass head. Um but on top of that, bet of the day, 6-0. and I mean, this is disturbing. Like, we don't hit bets like this. I mean, you're telling me. You want to see my, <laughs> fan- you want to see my FanDuel account from today? Dude, I put up a goose egg in NBA today. And it's funny because I was actually, as the bubble was going on, I actually have been doing okay betting. But today, today was not my day. I'm not talking day. like... The Simmons Tom, thing was tough. Simmons, oh my god! I took Ben Simmons to take a th- to make a three plus fourteen hundred. Two minutes into the game, two minutes pulls it up from baseline three. Actually, we didn't pull it up. It was 
it was a, pa- a catch and shoot. Also, there's no a baseline three or a corner three. Same thing. I think that's is baseline it a baseline three? thing. I don't think so. I feel like no. No, I th- whatever. Anyway, <laughs> rims out, lost that. Um, last night I was getting cocky in bed, and the and the Rockets game was starting, so I took James Harden first basket, and I'm texting um John Gruden about it because we both took it. You know, I'm the king of first basket. Like Listen, that's my bat. Right. Um, well, who would you have taken last night? Last night? Don't don't, don't try and think who scored the first basket. <laughs> I, I actually don't even know who scored. Oh, I know. Scored. Was it Nurkic? No, it was Mello. Nurkic was the favorite, though. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I texted him before. Mello I was players. like, wait, we just took James Harden to win the first basket. There's no way they win the tip. Right. They right. got to get a stop. Which and they is... won the tip. They uh, won the tip. Oh, they did? And James, James Harden gets it on an ISO, then dribbles in. The whole defense crashes. He kicks it out to Eddie House, missed three, and then Mello hit a jump shot. I mean, so let's talk about Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. He's an MVP. He's an MVP player. Yeah. So let's just discuss one thing because this gives us a great opportunity to bring up our least favorite person. There were people online that were saying Carmelo Anthony could no longer play in the NBA, yet I watched Jared Dudley log minutes in a playoff game. Like He started. He started last these year. These people just don't understand. Look, I, I will say, because there are going to be Mellow truthers and that still defend their original point, which was it seemed like Mellow would not accept his role, which was – not, I mean, he starts for them, so it's not coming off the bench, but he couldn't be a 20-shot a game. When he was in Houston and OKC, he still wanted to be kind of the star of the team. But he's fully accepted his role. He's hit two massive shots for Portland. And, like, the Knicks are, I feel like we're in the bubble, kind of. I mean, listen, when I, when I was one of the people who I was like, please don't sign Carmelo Anthony. Please don't <laughs> sign Carmelo Anthony. Not because I don't think that he could have played in the league, but because, like you said... He was going to have to take a way lesser role that I didn't think he could. But I did not expect Carmelo Anthony to be able to be playing 36 minutes a game and putting up productive minutes just because of he lacks a little bit on the defensive side. I mean, he's always been his entire career a professional bucket getter. Like, that's all he does. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, like, he would be he would be the type of guy that can come off the bench for 18 minutes a game and knock down a few shots and put up seven to eight points. But, I mean, we're seeing a rejuvenated Carmelo Anthony. And we're seeing a rejuvenated a bunch of players that are coming out of nowhere, like I said to you. And it's this whole, like, on Twitter, everyone's saying the depth perception of what's going on right now and how much depth easier... perception? Depth perception in terms yeah. of how much easier it is to shoot in the gym okay. because the way that stadiums go, as some nerds were saying, like, <laughs> angled with a bunch of people, it's bigger, whereas you're just in kind of a practice gym. Like, there's nothing behind there. Mm-hmm. Something with your eyes, I'm not a... Except the virtual fans. Except the virtual fans. Optometrist? <laughs> optometrist? Is that an eye doctor? I, something like that. I think Eagle it's Sim optom- will let us know. Optometrist. Yeah, I'm no optometrist, but apparently, I mean, we're seeing guys, all all the overs are hitting, and Stan Van Gundy, actually, who's getting a lot of praise on Twitter. For He's been post, excellent. He's been excellent. You'd think they could, like, just replace him everywhere and just... <laughs> Send Reggie Miller packing. <laughs> and Jeff Van Gundy's miserable. Jeff but, Van Gundy's Jeff nah, Van Gundy. he's brutal. If nah. you like Jeff Van Gundy, that just shows me everything I need no, to know. No, because you you can't Bro. take Jeff Van Gundy too seriously when you're watching a game. You're not going to get. But he's dead serious. That's the disturbing that's part. That's the funny part. 
<laughs> See, you have to have a sense of humor. I mean, you watch a game and he he tries to change seven different rules in the NBA rulebook. It's just unbelievable. Cry- it's like a, a grown that, man cries. Nah, you know what? That that whole crew, the Mark Jackson, Mike Breen, Jeff Van Gundy, they play they play they both all play their roles very well, in my opinion. Like you have Breen, who's the guy, Jackson, who's the NBA guy, who's talks X's and O's more. And then Jeff Van Gundy, you need that guy to just talk out of his ass. You know what I mean? (laughs) He accomplishes that. All right. Our lead topics of the day. This is probably going to be the fam's favorite podcast ever and Abe's least favorite because he only likes to talk about the best teams in the league and about the Sixers. And we're not even going to mention them today. And our lead... I I very much resent that. No. All right. Let me list out the teams we're talking about. Uh, I'm reading them. I was the one who agreed to talk about them. Pacers, Suns, and Grizzlies. I mean, the Nuggets are, like, my least favorite team. Exactly. So we'll start with the Suns. I will... uh, I'm not going to apologize, but I'll put it out there that I have said Devin Booker has been an empty bucket in his career, never actually had success. But then some people have pointed to the team and the talent, which is fair. That organization's a mess. He's not quite Trey Young in terms of just like Trey Young's stats are just a joke. He does nothing for the team. Okay, I was going to say, you would right. take Devin Booker over Trey Young, right? Like a 14 trillion times, right? right. Over. Uh, so they're 3-0 and in the bubble. Everyone counted them out. They are still a game and a half back, and the, the Blazers have that momentum. But... We got to acknowledge what they're doing very quietly. Uh, DeAndre Ayton has been spectacular for them. They've got, like, campaign is playing well for them. They're doing weird things. They're hungry. It's going to still take a lot because a game and a half doesn't seem like a lot. But if they lose one game, that's pretty much it for them. So, thoughts on the Suns? Yeah, I mean, listen, a lot of people counted them out. Right hand up, right here. <laughs> right. My hand's still up. Yeah. Like, and then the, the Suns aren't making the playoffs. Like, they're fun. They took down the Clippers. Booker hit a sick shot. Um, but come on. I mean, Suns Twitter was electric. The, their Twitter I think account that, guy was. I thought trolling. he was doing too much. No, it was. I saw. So I saw what Bro, was that. I you, saw, have to, you have to think about that's the biggest moment for Suns basketball in like a legitimate decade. Like, you got to have some fun with that, right? Yeah, no, I agree. But I saw it got out of hand when I was seeing, remember, Elf on the Shelf? And it was Book laying <laughs> yeah, down on, on a, that thing on a nook. Like, the re, like the, like the Book Walmart, on a nook! The Walmart, the book Walmart. on a nook! No, I got it. It was just like, that was such a C-level Dude, joke. they memed like, him on top of the world laying down. Like, it was great I saw stuff. a lot better memes than the ones yes. coming from Suns Twitter. Yeah, DM but, if you want to see the high-quality memes he's talking the about. Suns, but, the Suns are fun. The Suns exactly. are fun. Suns are fun. Shouts to D-Book because he deserves it. Like, I, I actually want to make an all, I need to rescue these players from their city. Starting Ooh. point guard would be Ooh. De'Aaron Fox. Let's go. Let's go right Devin now. Devin Booker no. would be my shooting De'Aaron guard. De'Aaron Fox. Really? Yeah. Those, those are the two for me. That's my backcourt. I actually have never gotten to the frontcourt. I just know, like, I need to pull De'Aaron Fox out of Sacramento. Booker has to leave phoenix like i just feel so bad for them i kind of like this conversation maybe i'll go with cat at center like although they gave him d but like you know what i'll say it you know who should be your starting point guard damian lillard nah nah. rescue him from portland dude they played in a western conference finals they i don't care like everything they have not that's the thing they have not given him everything they the city does they They have to be careful they have to it's not like they have not had an opportunity to not make a move. My point, my point is that I agree. Exactly. Exactly. They have had opportunities to make a move, but they haven't. 
Damian Lillard is that special of a superstar that, in my opinion, he deserves better. But he deserves also, to be playing in an NBA finals. They're not in a panic mode yet because Dame and CJ, have, like, they're locked in, right? And it feels like next year would be the year where they seriously look at leveraging their entire future to bring in someone. But it's like, all right, uh, at my three, he's a two, but I'm going to move him to a three, Brad Beal. Brad Beal, get him out of Washington. I know with Wall coming back, I understand, but like I don't know. I think I'm telling you, I think Damian Lillard's the first person you pick on that team. Nah, De'Aaron Fox um, is like so good, and no one knows because he just. Like, I mean, loses he every might be game. good, but let's let's pay some respect. He's not Damian Lillard. No, 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 I'm not saying that. Yeah, so that's the thing. I only have a backcourt. If you can think of a three, four, five on top, I'm looking uh, at I'm looking at Giannis. No, stop that. They're the number one seed. With what? With what? With, with the best record. I'm looking at a guy like Kevin Durant who has to deal with Kyrie. That sucks. <laughs> All right, we're th- this is a great exercise for the fam because they're creative. They'll come up with something. So DM us. Who I think I'm is on fire right now. All first team needs to be saved. Oh, Bull 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 Bull's got to be up there. No, not Bull Bull. Stop, stop. This has to be um, bad. And like, no, it's not Trey Young. He deserves to suck because he sucks. All right, <laughs> next team is the Grizzlies. Trey Young kind of Trey Young kind of Trubisky. No, that's that's a very crazy wow. thing to say. Um, the Grizzlies, unfortunately, 0-4 in the bubble, lose their best player to a meniscus tear. Shouts to Jaron Jackson Jr. He was he was absolutely hooping in the bubble, which is awesome to watch. They fought again today, fell short to the Jazz. A writer on a, a Memphis Grizzlies writer today wrote, "This is all time." I, I thought this was a meme. He yeah. wrote. He wrote, um, it's a shame. Dylan Brooks is really starting to look like a top 10 player. And someone quote retweeted and wrote, what, top 10 in this game? <laughs> well, did you – you didn't get a chance to watch that game, did you? I was a little So that's bit. why the joke was made. He was, like, the best player on the floor for, like, the entire first half. Like, he was going crazy. Obviously settled up in the second half. But, uh, yeah, they have a fun young core. They'll be back. Meniscus, thankfully, is not quite an ACL, MCL. So, I mean, there's Let's been think players. about this. Let's think about this. The The Grizzlies are, what, a game up on Portland right now? Yeah, that's if Portland. If Portland grabs the eight outright, is there a play-in? Yes. It's still 8-9. Sure? Yeah, it's still 8-9. I don't it would know just if that's be, true. I, I know for a fact, it would just be the Grizzlies would have to beat them twice, which would feel like virtually impossible. So, I, the Grizzlies need to hold on to that spot. I think... That's going to be tough. Like, they still have yet to win a game. They don't look great for four quarters. I think they can do it, but who knows? Like, everything seems to change day to day in the bubble. It's like, oh, this team looked good, big win, and then the next day they look terrible. So, Grizz, I feel for you. I feel like the hype around these games for the first two or three was real, but now that everyone's settling in and realizing the playoffs are a week and a half away, the hype is really toning down. And the, you're not, the you're not seeing hype teams... is the games are still super competitive, right? But I'm, they, I'm talking in terms ones. of in terms of like how much the teams care, how yeah. much value. Like you look at why the fourth quarter. That's why I wanted to bring up Stanley Gundy. You look up why the fourth quarter. I mean the the overs are going up is because guys' conditioning is down from the past, so they're not playing as much defense late in the fourth quarter. Their legs are dead, and I think you're starting to see it where these games like any team can win on any day. You saw the Suns take down the the Clippers you saw the Nets take down Milwaukee I mean what's his face tall guy MVP only played the first half 
But um, I'm starting to think these games are gonna are gonna. Turn I don't know because I've looked at the standings a lot, and there's only a couple teams that are truly locked into their stuff. Like when tonight I was looking at the Celtics for the bet of the day, and then I'm like, okay, what do they really care? And then I looked, like they want to stay at that three. I genuinely genuinely believe that the Heat are right there. If they slip up against the Nets, I looked. I trouble. looked at that situation. Boston has a fairly easy schedule compared to Miami. Sure. So but I they think are. I, but in, the, in that, the East, I think it looks like but they Milwaukee. have to take care of business. Yeah, That's you're the right. Thing. You're right. And most of these teams outside of the Wizards and Nets are they're all playoff teams or trying really hard. So and the Nets beat the Bucks. So all right, next team is TJ Warren. TJ Warren, um, what in the world are you doing, bro? And if Listen, you can if I get a little bit of an apology for texting me during the no, Sixers Pacers game? No. He's doing it to everyone. He's taking I no know. prisoners. And I understand that. But I said preseason, I said, I know it's nothing crazy, but this is a huge pickup for them. And if they had Sabonis, I would be I would probably be all in You'd on the You'd be saying team some right stupid now. shit. I, I mean, <laughs> I have futures on them. Without Sabonis, they're toast. But Brogdon... It was supposed to be a healthy depot. I keep TJ asking Warren, myself. Sabonis and Turner, like that's a sick five, and they lost Jeremy Lamb. The injuries have just kind of. I keep I keep asking myself every day, is this like a thing, or is it Lin Sanity two point Is right. it just in but a microcosm? The but he keeps short doing enough. It. But the bubble's short enough where Lin Sanity would at least get them. Lin Sanity would have. Lin Sanity would have ended right now. Nah, Linsanity it was, was it was what was three a, or four games. It was like a five game stretch, right? And we're all TJ Warren's done it for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does this guy average? And the thing <laughs> is, like, he's the all time leading scorer in August. He's a bucket. We need to acknowledge TJ Warren and the Pacers. Unfortunately, they've kind of locked themselves into the five spot. Not locked, but have a pretty good shot at it. Like you said, tiebreaker and a game up. Which means they have a, you know, they're going to have a tough road. But we have to give shouts to the Pacers. The, I don't think Depot stays. But if if he did, that five next year, really good with Lamb back. Maybe you get lucky in the draft. Who knows? But this year, they're just not it. All right, Indiana, last team. Indiana is, is just a black hole of an they're organization. Stuck. They're, yeah, they're I stuck. I mean, and they're stuck for a while because of where they geographically are on the map. That as well. All right, so final team. I'm, I'm big into that. I'm big into if you, if you if it sucks to live where you are, you can't win. Uh, I don't. I'm know big about into that. that. I, I don't know. know. I just I always say that like no one's signing with the Packers, no one's signing with the Bucks, yada yada yada. Because with the Bucks, no one's signing. Oh, with them. oh, I thought you were saying Tampa Bay Bucks. I was like, they got the biggest <laughs> name no, in sports history, Partyville, USA. But it's Tampa. Still, yeah. all right. This one we got to get into. There's no rules there. It's the Denver Nuggets. There is something to get into because they've looked great in the bubble. Mostly because of Michael Porter Jr. who we'll talk about. But let me just give a fair reminder. No Jamal Murray, no Gary Harris, no Will Barton. And those guys will be suiting up come playoff time. This team is third in the West. I think we got to pay him a little respect. And like, it's almost impossible to conceptualize because it's never happened before it being the bubble. But also like... You don't really just discover a wing who can get you 25 a game and add him to your roster at any point in the history of the NBA. Do you just like get that in the middle of a season, which is why it's so just ridiculous to think about. But if if Michael Porter Jr. is this good, 
And there actually is that potential. He was he would have been the number one pick had he not got hurt. And obviously, long term, he's had back problems, which you never want to have. But right now, he's healthy. And he is playing like the best player in that draft class, maybe. Let me ask you a question about the Denver Nuggets. Look, like, if the Clippers and the Nuggets played a seven-game series today, yeah. who, who would win? I, Bro, I'm ready to say some dumb shit because... You have Jokic, who is a serious problem. I know, I know, I know the players on the roster. You have, but that's the thing. They're the three seed, and hypothetically, if this continues, this could just be a TJ Warren situation where it's a who few do you games, think lasts longer? He goes crashing back to earth. Who do you think uh, lasts longer, TJ Warren or MPJ? Warren, Warren is just going to get the shots more because they don't have that scoring with Sabonis gone and with Murray Barton Harris coming, but like. But the thing about Warren is he's not, Warren's not missing. (laughs) Everything's going in the net. Well, MVJ's not missing much either. But, Abe, are we taking into account that they might have just added an elite 24-year-old wing to their roster? Like, I know it's I get it. I get how important it is, but let's think about it. When it comes down to it against the Clippers, there's levels to this shit. Michael Porter Jr. may be a good wing. Let's look at the wings on the other side. I understand We're talking that. two top 10 players in the NBA. I understand that, but the Lakers don't have a top wing. No one else, no one has the wings that they have. The Lakers what? don't have a top wing. They don't. What is LeBron James? He's your point guard. That's all I hear about is LeBron's the point guard. I don't really know what position LeBron right. is. I, I mean, no one has called him a wing in two years, so that's, that's thanks to you. He, that's he's everything. Him. He's everything. But, dude, you add a... Like, if the if the if the Nuggets added Zion and he was fully healthy, would you consider them like a serious threat? No, I wouldn't. Okay, what if I they think added someone who's because, way better? Than because them? when it comes down to it in the playoffs, ten times out of ten, I'll take the superstars. Stars are fun. Stars can win you the first round. Stars can win you the second round. Stars can't win you a championship. Superstars can win you a championship. What if you had two stars and the absolute best core depth in the league? Because I genuinely believe you could you could give that to the Nuggets. It's Raptors or Nuggets for me. Like you eliminate the top level and then it's it's. Are you gonna are you gonna ask me after everything I say one more in a different variation? What like do you think the Nuggets can do something? You're out on the Nuggets completely. I am out on the Nuggets. I've been out on them for two years. They're fun. They can win the first but round. But that's what I'm saying. That's the difference. They just added an elite wing. Yeah, no, they're fun as shit. They're fun. I get it. I don't even think they're fun. I think you they're think dangerous. think they're serious. I think they're dangerous. Wow. I think they're really dangerous. Like I said, the West is a three-team conference. Three-team. You want to talk all about right, fun. Right. You, yeah, you want to talk about fun. I take I Nuggets would beat the Rockets in a, in a seven-game series. Nope. Yep. Nope. All right, so we'll get some side action on that if that comes, because that would be fun. I, I really do hope that happens solely, not only for the bet purpose, but um, I don't want to see the Rockets play the Lakers in the second round. I want to see them play the Clippers. Because you're afraid. Well, you yeah. Gotta, you got to protect Brown, Brown. Oh, yeah. I think All the right. Rockets could beat him. That's a good transition into our secondary topic, and that is the top-tier teams – Lakers last we checked they were down twenty tonight, so that'll put them two and two in the bubble. The Clippers they are, are one. And... Not, they're just lost. Okay. Oh, so wow. they're... Seven, six, five. <laughs> All right, so four, Abe's gonna count down three, the final. How two, much did they lose by? One. Well, the game's not over zero. 
105 to 86, OKC. All right, so OKC smashes the Lakers without Schroeder. And the Lakers play wow. on tonight, not right? a great, Not a great game from Anthony Davis. 3 of 11 from the field, 9 points, 8 rebounds, 5 fouls. Same thing happened with the Raptors game. He only took 7 shots in that game. That's a, Dude, he is the wild card. There's no doubt whether or not... I mean, we're not going to go into best player on that team because we've done that too many times. But he is the X factor. For sure. The re- because for you the rest know, of the you know, a, you know a thousand percent what you're exactly. getting from LeBron right. in the playoffs. Right. You don't you're getting know. a secondary guy. So you've got Clippers one and two, Lakers two and two, and the Bucks one and two. Middleton and Giannis sat at the half. Bledsoe and Connington were back. But what's wrong? What's wrong? Shams just Shams just tweeted. No. Ben? Came back clean day to day. Oh, God is good. God, <laughs> I, I gotta change my. Done. I gotta change my rank. All right, you'll change it. Don't give it away. You'll change Woo! it. Fly. All right. So Ben is back, which still doesn't matter. We'll talk about that after the break because no Sixers until we take our break. But let's talk Bucks, Clips, Lakers. Any concern? Lot of concern. What are we doing? I mean, if you want to put point concern somewhere, it's got to be the Clippers. It's got to be the Clippers. Really. They're one and two. Okay. I mean, you had no reasoning for that. You were just saying. No, yeah, I mean, they're one and you two. You thought I was going to fight you on that, and there was no fight to be had. There's concern. No, there- all right, I'm just joking around. There's yeah. no concern about either LA team. Really? There's none. There's none, oh, in my opinion, because, like go. I said, <laughs> that I, is no, such a I'm, setup for what's about to come out of your mouth. There's I, no I, concern I, for any LA team. Because yeah. I. Like I haven't been, I'm not placing much value into these games. Right. I don't think these truly that those two teams, with how they know that they're going to play in the playoffs with their rotations, how far they can get with their superstars, that they care much about these games more so. They don't care about wins and losses. They care mm-hmm. about building chemistry, building their rotation. Does that come? Does building momentum come with getting wins? Sure, but when you're in the fourth quarter, maybe your starters aren't playing. When your starters are playing, that's when you want to see progress, and I think that these upper echelon teams don't really care as much. Like you saw. I mean, I don't know. They're still playing their guys 36 minutes a game. You know, like it's weird. It's not like they're only playing 28 and they're not giving them the, the 34. They're, they're playing the regular rotations. And I'm not saying there's a cause for concern for but our guys, those... but our guys going a hundred percent are the starters going a hundred percent or do they uh, want to take care of their to guys? me? To me, like it looks ninety, it looks ninety-five. Like it really. I think, that's, I think that's a testament to how fucking crazy these guys. Oh, are. they're unbelievable. And and I did tweet out that LeBron was playing at seventy percent, but that's been his thing for his entire career. Like that's what makes him the craziest basketball player of all time. Is that he like coasts? Oh, he, he coasts. just he just won the title of craziest. Yes, right, he cool. coasts through games. And he's still so impactful. It's incredible. He's, yeah, you never really see him never give see that Bron Russell Westbrook, like yeah. the Russell Westbrook energy. Exactly. I mean, you do when he's getting downhill on a drive and stuff like that, and reacting to the crowd. Yeah. But in terms, but that's of just, rare. Like his reaction to Clippers Lakers right before the break, the Am one, right? Like that was right. rare. That one time was rare. Um, so after he, he'd been there before, you know exactly. And that was the coolest part about Game One, which I'm shocked you didn't mention. Did you see his reaction after Paul George missed the shot? 
No, but poor Paul George, man. I mean, if you want to hit a game winner any day of the week, just, <laughs> just call dial. up Paul George. Call up Paul 1-800-PG-13. <laughs> I mean, this guy is just... I saw a clip on Twitter of this guy all different... This highlight reel. Yeah, going back years, he's been getting just dotted in his grill. <laughs> poor thing. Unreal. Uh, in the Speaking East... of which, wait, one more little comment about that. That Devin Booker shot. That was awesome. Holy shit. It was awesome. That was awesome. The Bucks, no concern for me with the Bucks. Obviously, Abe wants to make a dig on Giannis's turnover. The game before he finished with two AM ones. I'm not worried about Giannis. I I mean closing the games. That's always been the question. So this I don't even think they expected Giannis to close the games, right? That's that's the important point here. Like, am I worried about the Bucks because I saw a moment where Giannis didn't close the game where also like he obviously had 34, 19, and six. And and he also and he also like was at the rim, which was hilarious. He like could have made a layup or dropped it off and threw it and uh turnover. But I don't know if they're going to him. And that that's always been your thing. And that's why you fairly doubt them, is because you you are a big believer when the game's on the line in the playoffs, night after night, you gotta go to one guy, he's gotta get you buckets constantly. We've always seen that. We have. It was Kyrie yeah, think, in Cleveland. Think, it was Kevin Durant in Golden State. Like, there's the go-to guy when the shot clock's running out. Why isn't that guy Chris Middleton? The it guy's one be. of the most. The guy's it one of the be. most efficient scorers in the it NBA. That's my but, point. That's my point. That's why I'm not worried. But will it be? That's the thing. And and my biggest takeaway from you know this who it segment, should be it should be Brooke Lopez. The guy has never <laughs> missed a shot in his life. A bucket. <laughs> My big takeaway and the point I wanted to make throughout all of this was the one clarity I've gotten through this set of games is that we do not have a super team. There's no doubt in my mind. No one knows who's going to win the title. No one knows. And that is beautiful. There's no doubt in my mind, like you said, it's probably only a three-team race, five-team if we really want to open it up. But we know the top-tier teams that are going to be there. But we have no clue. There's not going to be teams sweeping teams in the second round. There's not going to be a sweep in the Western Conference Finals like we saw last year. There is no clear dominant team this year. And that's amazing. That's all we can ask for. That's why these conversations about, like, the Nuggets, the this, the that. Because... I don't, because I don't get excited for them because of what you just said. We know that it, who's going to be there at the end. We don't but know who's going to finish maybe, on top, but we but know who's going to be there. maybe we don't this year because as, as dominant as the Bucks, Clippers, Lakers have been all year, they show major flaws, right? Like, you could beat the the Warriors in four games if you play perfect for those four games and whatever. It's just like they never showed any flaws, really, over the course of the series, these teams show flaws. Giannis, Bucks can't close game. Clips just don't like have the chemistry. They can't guard the bigs, the Lakers, their backcourt. Like when you talk about players who win games, it's wings and then it's point guards, right? You control the game. The Lakers defensively on, on other backcourts are going to get smoked if we're considering LeBron a wing. It's why do you why do you think I don't want the Lakers to play the Rockets? Exactly, exactly. So I I know that we think it's a three team race, maybe five. But maybe there are teams that could – plus it's the bubble. Like, TJ Warren's averaging 40 a game. Like, you can't say nothing crazy could happen here. Anything I'm excited. I'm fired up. We got like 10 days till the play-in tournament. We've got – and then uh, 12, I was talking about the playoffs. 12 days until the playoffs. Let's go, baby. First round exit for the Sixers. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back after that. 
Alright fam, we are back. We are going to do some ranked and then what the puck. But first, our ranked topic for this week is teams that no longer have a chance in the bubble. So we've seen them play, stuff has happened, stuff has occurred. We've seen matchups, we've seen coaching decisions, all that good stuff. And now these teams are essentially eliminated from our mental. Um, I'm going to start, as we always do. Number three, (laughs) we made it this far, fam. The Philadelphia 76ers, they are dead to me. I've seen everything I needed to see, and this is with the Ben Simmons MRI coming back as negative, which is good for Abe's hopes and dreams. But my belief is, okay, you know what? I gave Abe the time to talk about it was a long five months but nothing that mattered before the bubble matters we have a new point guard ben's playing at the four and all i've seen is the same exact problems persist i see joel Embiid balling out i see ben simmons he's had a couple good games couple bad games i've seen to buy he had one good game i've seen tobias play very well I've seen the bench be fine. I actually have seen Al Horford be pretty good, right? Like, he's been pretty good. And they just still look so utterly unimpressive, can't defend for anything, and have squeaked out two wins against the Spurs, who are not good, and it should be a terrible matchup for them, as well as the Wizards, who are absolutely atrocious. And then they beat... Oh, you beat them, and then you lose to TJ Warren. So... To me, I gave you the months. I gave you the time. It's only been a few games, but I've seen everything I need to see. The Sixers are dead. Put a stamp on it. Keep that energy. My number three is the Dallas Mavericks. People wow. people thought that they could be fun, and they could. From what I've seen of them in the bubble, a few games between the Kings game, between the Rockets game, there was one more, I'm forgetting about it. And then I noticed that this is a habit of theirs even before the bubble. They can't close games. They yeah, can't hold leads. They can't do anything. I think that. Oh, that's to... another reason the Sixers are dead because they just can't hold a lead for shit, which is a crazy thing to have. All that matters is the lead at the end. Keep that energy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that points to their go-to guy and their number one player. You even sent it to me at that Rockets game, being a twenty-one-year-old. I mean, don't get it wrong, Luca is Luca, unbelievable. But I'm seeing a lot of blown games from the Mavericks. I don't know. I think they're so last good. night, before you go on to two, because I want to touch on Luca. Last night, I picked Evan Booker for the star of the night over Luca. Luca went 40, 20, 12, and youngest, you know, 40, youngest 30, 20 triple double, first one in Dallas since Dirk, like insane stats. And he's not on Trey Young's level of empty stats. But I watched that game, and like, he doesn't feel dominant like the way that you know we're talking it's like it's like this i don't don't mean this by any disrespect but it's also like it's almost like the least impactful 30 12 and 10 ever because you don't you don't feel it the entire game which sometimes sometimes that can be good but i want an impactful one and every time I've watched him so far, I just don't feel that. So I just wanted to get that yeah, in there. Yeah, so I just kind of really couldn't think of a three, but I think killing the Mavericks is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, number two for me is the Washington Wizards. <laughs> As it stands right now, they are eight games back of the Orlando Magic. I don't see them picking up that extra. So if the Magic won tonight, but it looks like they're losing. So I don't they, see the Wizards If the Wizards lose up, a game or the Magic win a game, they're knocked out. So it's a good So call. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill the, the Wizards on that one. Okay. All right. Fair pick at number two for me. And this is a team I was high on preseason is the jazz. 
The Jazz have like gutted out a couple wins in the bubble, but they look horrible. I I've, mean, I've Clarkson always, I've always been bit, off the Jazz. But I, this is the thing: you took away a guy who's averaging eighteen a game and shooting forty percent from three. And the irony is that Mike Conley's been unbelievable in the bubble, and that was their whole downfall throughout the season. But just seeing them without Bogdanovich has been tough. So I'm killing the Jazz. Number one, obvious pick here. You lose Jaron Jackson Jr. You're own four in the bubble. You're killing uh, them from I'm, the playoffs? The chance at playing the Lakers? I'm kill no. I'm just killing that they have zero shot to do anything. Like we talked we had conversations about the Grizzlies stealing a game. Maybe you, I think you're mistaken those conversations. Maybe if they went crazy. I think that I think that was with another. No, nah, I mean you take a young core, you take jobs. So don't. you're so it's by we've had conversations, you mean let me convince myself on the air right now. No, we have we talked about whatever. Jaron's out. Grizzlies, <laughs> unfortunately. Look, I hope they they get that eight seed because they probably deserved it. Tough for Triple J. Jot would love to see him get some playoff experience. Young core, fun, blah blah blah. They're bad. My number one, um, and this kind of goes hand in hand with the team, but I'm gonna make it a little more personal. Adam Silver's hopes and dreams because Zion has no interest in making the playoffs and is not going to be in the playoffs. And Adam Silver spent a billion dollars just to get Zion in the playoffs, so he's probably pissed. That's a great number one. I I assume for the graphic we might use the Pelicans, but probably not because yeah, I didn't you'll say prob- the Pelicans. You'll probably type that in Adam Silver's hopes and dreams, which will get people to come listen to the podcast. That's why Abe's always on top of things. Good call. Although he did play a lot in the fourth quarter the other night, and they won that game too little, too late. They needed to get off to a good start in that first game against Utah. And I think they threw it all out as well as a billion dollars. But with that all being said, Adam Silver did spend a lot of money to get Zion in the playoffs against LeBron. There's still a few games left and we've seen crazier shit happen. I mean, the Knicks for, for God's sake, got the first pick. That was all, all rigged. So a few more games rigged that wouldn't hurt the NBA. All right, Eagleson, let's get you in here. Let's do some, what the puck Abe Get the get the timer ready. I mean, this is the double what the puck for Eagleson. So is it? It's big time. For, yeah, we let him go on Monday. Oh no, we decided we decided since the NHL is back, we We're think that it's important to have. A, I think. I mean, we'll see how sick of it we get. All right, so um, let's just update our own team's caps. I have no clue what's going on, but I know we're locked in top four. Flyers. Flyers locked in top four. Apparently one of the best teams in hockey. Um, I saw that they're one of the favorites for the Cup, so that's pretty sick. I, mean, right. I guess Eagles going to fill us in. Three, right. two, one. Okay. So- All right, we're going to start <laughs> with a little round-robin recap. In the East, the Tampa Bay Lightning are sitting at 2-0 and with 3-2 wins over the Caps and Bruins. After that loss, the Bruins are now 0-2, which makes them ineligible for the first seed. So, no, they won't see the Leafs in the first round for the third year in a row, which is music to my ears as a Leafs fan. Now, the Flyers and Caps have each only played one game in which the Flyers won and Caps lost, so we don't really have an idea on how the East seeding will shake out. Moving to the West, Avs and Golden Knights are 1-0, which obviously leaves the Stars and Blues at 0-1. For the qualifying series, one of which is already over, the Carolina Hurricanes swept the New York Rangers 3-0. The Montreal-Pittsburgh series is tied 1-1 to at the moment, but they are playing right now, and the Penguins are up. The Islanders are up 2-1 to in the series against the Panthers. The Leafs shut out the Blue Jackets on Tuesday to tie up the series 1-1. to The Coyotes are up 2-1 to against the Predators. And after a whopping 19 goals in two games, the Chicago Blackhawks are all tied up with the Oilers. 
Um, the Flames took a two to one series lead over the Jets. And that's all the time. We Nineteen have. goals in two yeah, games. So you don't remember this because it feels like you know ninety eight years ago. Do you remember the Blackhawks' first period overtrend that couldn't yes, lose? That's that happened them. in twenty fourteen, right? No, that was right. That was but like, it feels like it's exactly. So that's like still a oh, thing. Oh, so they're that, back. Yeah, the Blackhawks can, they only score, they only let up goals, and the Oilers, also Connor McDavid is like, he's like the Mike Trout of hockey, like no one knows who he is, but he's like by far the most disgusting player maybe he should, Maybe time. he should play a better sport. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. By far the best, McJesus, <laughs> that's <pretty> funny. <laughs> um, by far the best of all time, I think like Wayne Gretzky is like the goat of goats. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I'm saying present day, like, like, like best plumber. in the league, like, no like MJ, one MJ, Plummer, like, I got it. No. Not, not not Different what age. I was going with. Different there. breed. Yeah. yeah. So but, um, not, what'd you get out of that? What'd you get out of that? My main takeaways, I knew the Rangers got swept and I knew the Panthers were struggling because of Dean. He told me that. Um, Dean's not a Panthers fan. You fake, you know, fake hockey. But he like will fake it more than we will. Um, I used to fake it real good. Right. Yeah, me too. Well, when I was home, I would catch Caps games on TV. Just like out of market, I'm not watching that. You know? No, nah, no shot. Um... I know that stat. Yes, it's we know every, that stat. Eagleson. Everyone's born knowing that stat, Eagleson. He just <laughs> messaged us. Did you know that Wayne Gretzky has would have the most points of all time with just his assist? No shit. I wasn't born yesterday. Yeah, he's pretty good at uh other takeaways, let's see. Penguins. I would love what for them to get knocked out. Penguins. You spell that P A N G. Penguins? Penguins. Penguins. I say there Peng. You go. Uh, I would love for Crosby to lose because he's the loser. You know what? I'm rooting for a, however it happens, I'm rooting for a Caps Flyers fill in the blank conference finals. Eastern. You got it. No, because I know they, I know that they do conferences, but they also have like Metropolitan. Metropolitan. Like they changed up their divisions a few years ago and that's when I was out. Yeah, no, I feel that. I kind of was out at that point. But I'll root for the, I'll root for the Caps. Me too. I'm down Caps Flyers. All right. And then, uh, who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, the West Side. I were you paying attention? No, we'll catch him next week. Okay, all right, Eagleson, come back. Uh, and he he said he would do a French accent. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it. he's got not it. accent for, in French. Uh, all right, Dave, what do we think? Headed into the weekend, any big plans? No big plans, just good vibes, good energy. You know what? We're just entering. Holy shit! It's August. Um, <laughs> we're in August to the tail end of 2020 it's been kicking our ass it looks like we're just gonna have to sit the starters and the rest of get ready for 2021 i literally texted my friend the other day i was like yeah 2020 like all the memes all the shit that's gone down like what a shit year let's just let's just sit the starters and get ready for 2021 brutal i agree let's turn around though positive energy 36 we need to fire the coach 36 days until football uh, NFL three weeks until a hypothetical college football kickoff. Can yeah, you schedule, see Oklahoma kicking today. off in three weeks? No shot. The <laughs> schedule got released today, and a freaking Wisconsin—they never play anyone in the Big Ten. It's crazy. Yeah, because they're in the West. Does has the Big Twelve announced uh, what they're doing? Yeah, so we only have ten teams in the conference, and we play our conference every year each team. So we're just sticking with that. Good luck. Oh wait, our Ellinger bet is still in place then if they play. Absolutely. All right, bet. Three Even dollars. more so in play. You're oh, telling me all, all I get to do is put up numbers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
right. We don't. You're telling me we don't have to go and play in Death Valley? All right. Sue me. Break Best game of the, gave gave him the hardest game last year. I mean, you said it, not me. All right, fam. We will be back on Monday. Hope you all have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Peace. I got my eyes on you. You're everything that I see. I won't show high love and emotion endlessly. I can't get over you. You left your mark on me. I won't show high love and emotion. Just hold on, we're going home